You are listening to the Mom and Dad Podcast. A podcast about balance, growth, and navigating through your 20s and 30s. Welcome back to the Mom and Dad Podcast. Today we are going over procrastination, something we all experience, don't lie. I don't know. Justin, like, don't are lie. there people out there that don't procrastinate? No. Maybe there are, though. Like, I, don't I think feel so. like I feel like my brother's good at not procrastinating. I'm sure he's procrastinated in his life. Are you saying someone who, like, is really great at not procrastinating, or has never procrastinated ever? I don't know if there's anyone that's never procrastinated ever, because by definition, it's I think it's impossible because you can't do everything at all times. Yeah, this that's no, no one has ever not procrastinated. But there are people who are very good at just if something's due a week from now, they just start it today. My brother was always good at doing homework like every day. He just consistently did it. I think you just take the emotion out of it. I was never able to do it. I could never do it. It Because you're you're a softy. Was uncalled for. (laughs) (laughs) Don't attack my character. You're an emotional male (laughs) human being. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's took a took an interesting actually turn. i think i've never seen you cry before no I actually i have at... i feel like sometimes you do actually tear up at things i do tear up at. but you... I, I really emotional or really inspirational videos make me tear up <laughs> but i've never actually seen you cry wait can we discuss this no we can't discuss this. why <laughs> i'm not gonna discuss it I've anyway, never seen you cry before. You have seen me cry, but when? I'm not going to tell everyone <laughs> the times that you saw me cry. When? No. We will discuss it <laughs> offline. Okay, but I don't remember. I don't think I ever have. I've seen you tear up, but I've never seen you actually cry. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so today, that was a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. Um, today, we're talking about procrastination, and it's a short little episode. I think it's it's nice to just consume information sometimes just in short blurbs, you yeah. know? Because then it's not like too much. It's not like all this information is getting thrown at you. It's like, okay, I'm going to consume that and then I'll like see what I do about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think that we built up in our heads this idea where every episode has to be 45 minutes or longer. Mm-hmm. It's like, who made that rule? Yeah. I didn't well, make it. There's tons of podcasts that are like 10 minutes long. Yeah. Where they just do like daily, daily things. We're just following some unwritten, non-important rule. I think we want our episodes to be really valuable. So it's like if they're not an hour long filled with a ton of information, then it's not valuable. Yeah. But I had a teacher in high school who was, he would never set, he was an English teacher. He would never set length for papers. Oh, that's amazing. He was like, if you are just going to make a a one page, like if you have one page of content to say, to communicate, I'm not going to make you write a five five page paper that's going to be full of fluff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes that's the best route. It's just short and sweet. It's like, this is what I have to say. I'm going to say it. It's going to be potent. And then we're going to wrap up. Or like, this is what, this is what I've learned. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Yeah. We don't have to have uniformity with our podcast length. Yeah. Some are going to be 10 minutes. Some are going to be an hour and a half. Some of them have been two hours. Well, we've recorded for two hours. They haven't actually been two hours. Fair enough. (laughs) I wouldn't make someone sit 
for two hours to listen to us. That's too long. It's a long time. Some podcasts run three hours. Really? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Connor. What's his name? I don't know. The Irish TV host. Why can't I think of his name? The Irish TV host? Redhead. Irish? He's got he's got red hair. He's very very funny. I don't know. Anyway, no. you know who I'm talking about. It'll come to me as soon as we wrap up. But he has a podcast and frequently goes for like two three hours. Hmm. I guess you can split it up. But okay, another tangent. There we go. <laughs> Today we are talking about procrastination. <laughs> and we're doing a wonderful job exemplifying it before we jump into the episode. Yeah. So without any further ado, let's yeah. just jump in. Let's just get into it. So, procrastination. <laughs> Do you okay. think that everyone is a procrastinator to some extent? Uh, yes, because everyone experiences stress. Mm-hmm. And I think that I don't believe procrastination is because you're lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's an emotional thing mm-hmm. and um, it's tied to stress. So when you're stressing about something, you you like almost go into flight or flight what is it fight or fight (laughs) fight or flight mode and you just don't want to do it you Mm -hmm. know and you push it off yeah and then you just let your subconscious just sort of take you off into something that's keeping you safe safe or busy or entertained Mm -hmm. yeah did you do you feel like you've gotten better over time at not procrastinating i think I definitely still procrastinate, Mm -hmm. but I think it's, I would say I've become more disciplined. Mm -hmm. Not like I'm like a champion in the arts of discipline. Uh Absolutely not. (laughs) But I think I, I've recognized the anxiety that it brings when I don't do things that I should be doing. And it's almost like I try and avoid that as much as I can. Mm Mm-hmm. So, what about you? Yeah, I, th- I definitely think I've gotten better at it. I haven't gotten as m- much better. I haven't gotten better to the extent that I thought I w- would have by this point in my life mm-hmm. at procrastination. I feel like I'm just... Because the thing the thing about it is that when you're procrastinating, deep down you know that you're procrastinating, but mm-hmm. your mind can't... You can't come to terms with the fact that you're wasting time mm-hmm. and that you could be doing something better because the whole point is that you've you've let your subconscious take the wheel because you don't want to you don't want to face up to what you know you should be doing Mm -hmm. and so when your subconscious is in control you're not really consciously thinking about things Um, and so i i think that it's kind of this tricky tricky place where you've you've given up control and it would take control for you to admit that you've given up control if that makes sense Kind of. It's deep. It's deep. It's too deep. Let's come back. Well, when you think of Justin, you think of discipline. I don't know. if, (laughs) But that's the thing is it's really easy to be busy and be procrastinating. Because you're like almost putting other things in your path. Yeah. Or you're doing things that are mindless because it gets you doing things. Yeah. Well, I guess it can be mindless, but like. 
when I think of mindless, I think of like scrolling TikTok. When I but think like, of mindless, I think of like doing hard labor because you really? don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it feels something that feels productive, but doesn't take much, much mental energy. That is an insult. What? I think that's so mean. What? People who like work with their hands. No, and I'm like, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, if I were to it's go, for dumb people. no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that manual labor has totally has a place and is valid. I think you just when, don't like manual labor. No, I like manual. I do manual labor all the time. I don't feel like I'm lazy. No. But what I'm saying is I would rather clean up the kitchen. We'll, do, we'll call that manual labor. It's not hard labor, right? Okay. But I'd rather clean up the kitchen because it's mindless than sit down and work on filming a YouTube video for my investment analysis channel that i've been trying to start for like three months (laughs) but seriously like i i've had the analysis part of that channel done for like two months now and i can't bring myself to finish the video and Mm -hmm. it's because of procrastination because i'm not super confident with my and we'll talk a little bit more about this but there's a, a blog called wait but why and the author of the blog's name is Tim Urban, and he he does some has some really good points on procrastination. And he says, you you chronically procrastinate on things that you're not confident in, mm-hmm. um, which I think is an interesting point of view. I think it makes sense. Yeah. So I think the, the something else that was interesting from that blog, if you haven't read it, you should read it. There's actually two different people have read it. <laughs> yeah, you probably you probably haven't read it. But you should read it. There's two different articles. One of them is called How to Beat Procrastination on the Wait But Why New Posts Every Sometimes. So uh. it's kind of a snarky, funny guy. Do you read his blog regularly or did you just stumble upon no, it? No, I stumbled upon it. Okay. <laughs> um, but he's got some really, he's, he's fairly well known. But he's got some, some really good points here. And he's, he prefaces it with like, I'm not an expert on this. I just think about this all the time because I've been a procrastinator my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, But he talks about there's two different types of procrastination. So there's like procrastination where there's a deadline involved and then procrastination where there isn't. And it's Both that I feel like we, people experience Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like I, like the classic example of waiting until your paper, the night before your paper is due to write it. That pro- level of procrastination is is not very destructive because people tend to get that paper done even if it wasn't like as good of quality as they, it could have been. They tend to finish it because of what he calls the panic monster, where at a certain point your 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 panic monster will kick in because you're gonna you realize that there's gonna be some unavoidable negative consequences and it basically kicks you into gear and makes you do something that's unpleasant, but. The dangerous kind of procrastination, which is the one that we're more talking about here, is when there's no deadline involved. Like if you're starting a YouTube channel or you're starting a business or you're wanting to start exercising or anything that's that's going to improve your life or get you out of your comfort zone that you probably don't have a high level of confidence in because you're just starting, it, that that procrastination the panic monster, as he puts it, never kicks in because uh, the p- panic monster can only kick in if there's a deadline. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was interesting that there's two different types and it really is destructive for, just think about how much time you've wasted with 
things you wanted to start that you could. But also don't think about that because, don't think about that. <laughs> wow, there's so many things that we could think about. So many. And then we're just going to be more stressed and we're going to procrastinate even more. So, yeah, I do. I do now. think that stress is a big part of it too. When yeah. you're not confident and when you're stressed, I think you just tend to, to lean more towards comfort. Yeah. Which is very natural. Mm-hmm. It's a natural thing to do. So procrastination, it's not time management more than it is emotional management. Because mm-hmm. I feel like what we've been talking about here is it is related to our emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, it, procrastination is connected to that. Mm-hmm. And if we're not managing, like if we're not even recognizing that we're not doing this one thing because of this one reason, mm-hmm. you know, and the reasons that come to mind are one, what we've been talking about is stress and two, fear. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we procrastinate things because we're scared to do it. Mm-hmm. We're scared of the, the struggle mm-hmm. that comes from trying to learn something new or from being uncomfortable, Yeah, push through something that you're, you're unfamiliar with. And I think the overall theme of our podcast is like stepping out of your comfort zone and, and growing there because we've, no one has ever experienced growth being comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just, I just feel like that, that right there is like our overlying theme of this podcast and almost like my life motto because it, We've, we've been over this a million times, but like going back and like, if I didn't do this, like I wouldn't have gotten here, you know, Mm -hmm. anyway, but maybe we should touch on the topic of fear a little bit too. Have we done an episode about fear? I think we did. I think we did. Yeah. Actually go back to our, what, what episode is it? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Look it up. Okay. And we can tell them. Uh, I don't know. One, two, three, four. Oh, it doesn't have numbers on them. Yeah, episode it's four, overcome, it's called Overcoming Fear. Okay, so go to that that Let's episode. That <laughs> We're not going to dig into it because <laughs> we've already been over it. I think, so, hate to bring in Tony Robbins, but at the same time, oh. I love to bring in Tony Robbins. <laughs> um, he, he calls procrastination the silent killer. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a quote that I found by... David Lloyd George, who I honestly don't know what he's famous for, um, but I love the quote, so I'm bringing it in. He says, there is nothing so fatal to character as half-finished tasks. Mm. And I think that we have this idea, especially with starting something that you don't have to start, like you know, just a, a dream that you want to start chasing. We can kind of rationalize it and be like, well, it's not, it's not a need. Like, I don't have to start it. And then we just continue to push it off. And then I, I feel like it becomes this sort of shame in our head where the longer we put off something that we really know deep down that we want to start or we want to do, we're just, we've gotten into a habit of procrastinating it. I think that that is a really dangerous thing because it, it tends to infect procrastination is like a it's like a virus like it infects every other part of your life because it's tied to your your self-confidence that you can achieve things or that you can set your mind to something and do it which i think is a part of all of our identities but i think that we don't realize how much it 
it really affects us, which is why you hear things like, if you don't feel motivated, make your bed or clean your room or, you know, just do something because that sort of breaks the cycle. And Tony Robbins always talks about finding something that you've been procrastinating, thinking about something that you've been putting off and is in the back of your head and doing it right now um, because that it breaks the cycle and it reaffirms to your mind. You're like, oh, it's like the spell is, is, is broken. And you're like, oh, I can do it. Like I can do things now. I can I don't have to be prisoner to these things that I haven't accomplished. Mm -hmm. So that's a tool. Mm -hmm. Just make a list of things you're procrastinating and do one just right now do it. Do it quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the other thing, so from the, the Tim Urban blog, he, he talks about, and, and this is so, this was so me for so many years, where he talks about, he says, procrastinators love planning. Hmm. Quite simply because planning does not involve doing, <laughs> which I thought was so interesting because like I've totally, that was such a crutch for me for so long where before, if I ever wanted to like start anything entrepreneurial when I was 19 or 20, I would be like, okay, well, I need to sit down and I need to plan everything out so I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this to- it's total crutch. You don't end up doing anything. But you still have to plan. You do have to plan. But he also, the second part of that is he says, well, when procrastinators plan, they like to do it in a vague way that doesn't consider details or reality too closely. And their planning leaves them perfectly set up to not actually accomplish anything. <laughs> so and he has like a, a, a list of it where it basically is, he says, okay, so I've got it. Read up on stuff to be more knowledgeable at work. <laughs> Do house improvements. Come up with book idea. Learn how to code. Plan trip with friends. Get into Asian cooking. Think about a new career and 24 more. So it's just like, I feel like I've had things on my to-do list very similar to those where it's just, there's nothing actionable about it. Mm-hmm. And you just find yourself, you're looking back at it later, you're like, I, I, I can't accomplish anything from this. This is useless information. Mm-hmm. So what's the tool then? The tool is to basically take that list and boil it down into something that is is very, very concrete and actionable mm-hmm. and to only pick one thing at a time. So one of his sayings is effective planning takes a big list and selects a winner. So you select the thing that needs to be done and then you plan how to do that thing mm-hmm. instead of just making a big list. And his example of that is step one, sign up for, so this is like learn, the learning how to code one. He says, step one, sign up for Code Academy 12-week course. Step two, do Code Academy course between now and mid-February. Step three, identify knowledgeable gaps and fill them with Khan Academy lessons, you know, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So he like breaks it down into things that are actionable and very, very simple mm-hmm. um, as opposed to having a big list of vague things. And realistic. And you can tell, like I've noticed this over time, you can tell when you're planning effectively or when you're planning the right way when it feels uncomfortable and it ends too soon. Like you're like, oh, I'm done too soon. I should probably keep planning. And that's when you know that you your planning is done. When you feel like, oh, it's, it's over already, oh, that means I have to start doing stuff now. Maybe I should keep planning more. But like that's, that's you know, you need to stop. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I see how that can be bad. I just know planning can be so fun, you know? It is fun. 
because it doesn't involve doing it's fun because it's exciting and you almost can just like daydream Uh about like what's going to happen which i think has its place Mm -hmm. like i think that's a, a useful activity at times but i don't think that it it can replace effective actionable planning yeah which is what he's talking about yeah so there's like brainstorming and daydreaming and like i think they call it life building or life designing and then there's like solid planning so i think there's value in both so some other tools to help with procrastination we've already mentioned another one is just recognizing that you're procrastinating um just making a list and doing it Another one is, and maybe we've touched on this before, but just counting down and then doing it. So you go five, four, three, two, one, go. Haven't you heard that before? I have. And I do something similar when waking up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like if I, when my alarm goes off, I have to, to jump out of bed as fast as possible. And I actually put my clothes (laughs) in the guest bathroom. But it's the only way that works. I have to put my clothes in the guest bathroom and I have to leave the room as quickly as possible because once I'm out of the room, the chances of me going back are very low. Mm -hmm. But if I am slow to get out of bed and I look at my alarm, uh, turn it off, there's a good chance that I'm going to go back to sleep. I just know that about myself. And so I have to just jump out of bed as soon as the (laughs) alarm happens and run out of the room, which sounds weird, but it works. I promise you it works. Like your mind, if you're... If you're in, it's almost like you're in like a fight or flight and your, your, your conscious brain doesn't have a chance to engage. And so you're working straight off the amygdala, just fight or flight. Like the alarm went off. Are we in danger? I need to run out of the room. And then I'm out of the room before I realize what's going on. Oh my gosh. And then I'm like putting on my clothes. I'm like, okay, it's too late to go back. I'm already kind of like wired with some adrenaline now. Let's just go on (laughs) a run. But that, that isn't the only thing that's ever worked for me holy cow but it works like that's the weird thing is it works like consistently i'm able to get up at 6 a.m because of that weird little system for me what has worked is the list method which is what you talked about right Mm -hmm. making an actionable list instead of like a vague long list yeah like my daily i make a list of everything that i want to get done in the day and then Okay, before I do that, beginning of the week, I block out my schedule for the week. Mm-hmm. So I block out things that, like appointments or anything like, the stuff like that that has to get done during the week. And then I block out what I will be doing during Remy's nap. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple hours and I pick exactly what I can do in that time. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Because then I just get super foggy in my brain. I'm like, where do I even be in? So I block out my time. And then when that day comes, I know exactly what I can focus on. And then I make a list of everything that needs to get done in that day. And then I just check them all off Hmm. as the day goes on. That's interesting because that weekly planning doesn't really work for me. Like it never has. I don't know. Like I... I plan things out and then I don't do them. My brain is all over the place. I don't know if yours is like that, but I just am so like here and there that I just can't keep anything straight. So I have to write everything down. I do. I do have to write things down to remember to do them. But if I try to sit down to weekly plan, 
I generally don't do the things that I planned and I'm better at just having a list and then each day looking at it as opposed to actually trying to plan out like when I'm going to do things. I just, I just have in my, my head an idea of when things, I, I guess I, I don't know if it's on my Google calendar. That's the same thing. No, it it, it is. <laughs> but so I'm, I'm, there's two different ways that I've done this in the past. One is trying to be really, really detailed with what I'm doing. Kind of the way that that works for you doesn't work for me because I'm, if I'm too detailed with the things, then I get into that planning to avoid doing realm. Mm -hmm. So I need to keep my planning really short. But if you're doing it when you don't need to be doing anything else, when you're planning, when you don't need to be doing something else, because I do it on Sundays when I'm like, there's no work to be done, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, if I plan for three hours, like I didn't waste any time. That's true. But I just And then like, I'm done planning. That's true. But for me, planning is like a pitfall. <laughs> I will win. No, it's works if it works debate. for you, that's great. But for me, like it, it it's like a pitfall. Like I'm wor- planning scares me because I know I'm gonna fall into the trap of planning instead of doing. And it's like starts a pattern that'll affect me throughout the week. Hmm. So I, j- I have to keep planning uncomfortable. It has to be something that's quick. And that doesn't feel fun. You just constantly have to be uncomfortable. <laughs> but again, like sometimes that like life designing or, or dream weaving or whatever they call it is, is good. And I like doing that, but I can't let myself do it too much. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to do what I do. I'm not saying that you're, what you do is wrong. I'm just saying that sometimes People's it gets me are into different. a, 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 a booby trap. Okay. <laughs> So the other thing that, that you have to read this this blog, it's really good. He he talks about, in the Tim Urban blog I'm talking about, he talks about the critical entrance. And it's the moment, he his metaphors are really funny because he has like these little stick figure drawings. Um, but he has the critical entrance where one direction on the sign says the dark playground and the other says the dark woods. And what he means by that is when you're, when you're faced with the moment when you should start a task that's not fun that you don't want to start, he says when you're when you're faced with a task that you don't want to start, your he calls it your instant gratification monkey, which is the part of your brain that just wants to go do something fun and doesn't want to buckle down and do hard things. He says your instant gratification monkey will try to drag you to the dark playground, and he calls it the dark playground because you know that when you're procrastinating and doing something mindless that you in the time that you set aside for doing something productive, you feel guilty anyway. So it's a dark playground because it's not really fun anyway. You just, you're, you're distracted, but you're still filled with guilt the whole time. And so he says, if you can, if you can just train yourself to, to go into the dark woods or start the task, once you're in, it's way less terrible. It's like, once you get started with it, it's way less terrible. And then you're like, you have no reason to go from the dark woods into the dark playground because he says, both of them suck. (laughs) He's like, if both suck, there's no reason to go feel guilty when you've already got your flow and you're already in the dark woods. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Anyway, I think the, the motto is if you feel guilty or unmotivated or other effects of procrastination to remember that confidence builds confidence and success builds success. So if you just do something, you prove to yourself that you can do it. So write that list of things that you've been procrastinating, do something right now and you'll break the spell. 
I think that's the best way that I've found to overcome it. Break the spell. Break the spell. Well, I think we'll wrap up this little this little um, procrastination blurb. Thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode.